This podcast is brought to you by Snockridge Ox, Quality Bakes, um, Oat Cakes and Shortbread, um, available in Marshall's Farm Shop, uh, Dossette Butchers and Contour, Post Office and Contour, and McLeish's um, in Inverurie. So if you're, oh, and also the Chemney Firm Shop. So if you're not in that places, ask for a packet of Snockridge Ox. Delicious and very, very tasty. Hi, I feel like today now it's me, Alan Smith, for wee Buckley Stories for the day's paper on Saturday, April 23rd. So, for the front page of the paper today is the Kunstler's Tax Shine to Solar Bed. So, this is Aberdeenshire. Kunstler's have back plans for the creation of one of the UK's biggest solar energy farms. The development at St Fergus could power 15,000 homes every year, along with 20,000 electric vehicles. The site would take up several fields on the outskirts of Peterhead, and there are some concerns raised this week about the impact of the major development on the rural community. Um, prior to the local authority committee meeting, council planners had noted the project would cause an impact on the visual amenity of the area, but suggested the benefits of the new solar farm would outweigh this. So, um, development of the 260 acre site at Kirsten would see a 50 megawatt facility expected to offset more than 720,000 tonnes of CO2 over 40 years. As well as the solar panels, the site would feature 10 battery storage units and substations. So, well, that sounds very, um, uh, go ahead and, um, you know, it's, I think it'd be quite a good idea if um, they can get it going. And I mean, um, the visual amenity of the area, but man, if the minus Peter he just speaking about, um, we'll see. Now, there's another bit about Peter Heed, and this is uh, Dexter's five-year trip home via North Sea rig. So, uh, a friendly one-eyed black cat called Dexter that was found in a North Sea isle rig has been reunited with his Peter Heed owner after being missing for five years. After a call on social media, it was discovered the pet was not a feral cat, but had an owner who was heartbroken when she lost him and had been looking for him for years. Uh, Dexter, for being named Jack by oil rig workers, and was known as Joe at Grumpian Prison, for he often visited, is well known in Peter Heed. It is believed he must have nipped aboard an oil rig supply ship last week. Described as a friendly and affectionate cat by dozens of folk who uh, commented on his plight, he was flown back to Aberdeen by helicopter, and after checking for his microchip, the Scottish SPCA reunited him with his owner, Peter Heed. Um, so Dexter Farr has run away before, was last seen five years ago by his owner. Well, that is certainly a cat with nine lives on him. He's had um, some experience in his uh, uh, five years uh, on the, on the Roman about Scotland. <laughs> and, um, you know, he's a... Uh, must be a very likeable chap, and uh, he's been well looked after by everybody who's come across him. So, back him now, and hopefully that'll be him settling down with his, uh, putting his paws up and in a bit of a rest, surely. Now here's pipe bands ready to gather in park as popular annual contest returns. So, a hugely popular annual pipe band championship will be returning to Bunkery after two years. The North of Scotland Pipe Band Championship will be held in King George V Park on May the 8th. 
There will be more than 25 pipe bands where across Scotland took part, with more than 2,500 visitors expected to turn up. A Bunkley Business Association is teaming up with the Royal Scottish Pipe Band Association, North of Scotland branch, to organise the event. Um, the Paul Panchod of BBA explained that the competition is fierce as top quality bands will head to the village to battle it out. He said the final entries are still being gathered, but in past years there's been a good range from grades 1 to 4, as well as some fine drum majors. We're really grateful to have the local business community rally in the room once again, and without their support, this fantastic event would not be possible. So the gates open at King George V Park at 10 o'clock. Admission is £5 for adults and two fifty for kids under 10. Um, for more information, email info at bankvbusiness.co.uk um, or visit the Facebook page. So, well, would, um, if they get a fine day for it, it'll be like a cracking day out, I would say. And the good thing about uh, Bunkery is you can probably stand up on the high road and you'll hear uh, the pipe bands playing without paying £5. Well, some folk will do that, maybe, maybe grippy folk, but um, you would be better paying £5 and going to the park. No, there's um, a story about this uh, ferry saga for the, the Scottish islands. So it is regrettable that Ferry's deal decision was not fully recorded, says First Minister. Nicola Sturgeon has said it is regrettable. A key decision around the contract for the Ferguson Marine Ferries was not properly recorded. Um, she said the Scottish Government will learn only lessons it needs to about record keeping. Um, and she was willing to appear before a Holyrood committee to discuss the issue. It comes after Auditor General Stephen Boyle expressed frustration that he was not able to review all documents relating to the awarding of the contract, though he said he did not believe the Holyrood government was withholding the information. In, in the years since the contract was awarded, the yard in Port Glasgow in Verclyde has been saved from administration by the Scottish government, and the estimated delivery of the vessels has been pushed back by five years, along with an increase in cost from £97 million to at least £250 million. There has been scrutiny around why the contract was given to Ferguson Marine without a full refund guarantee, with an Audit Scotland report saying there was insufficient documentary evidence to explain this. The First Minister said there's clearly a key point of decision-making that has not been recorded in the way it should have been. That is regrettable, but there is no cover-up around this. She added, the Public Audit Committee will continue to look at this. If they ask me to give evidence, I, shall, I will do, and I will seek to answer all their questions to the very best of my ability. Politicians, eh? Now here's a man who has been arrested after allegedly biting a police dog during a house incident. So a man allegedly bit and stabbed a police dog in Northern California as officers tried to take him into custody, US authorities have said. The man appeared to be under the influence of drugs, according to Fairfield Police. Um, the dog, named Court, was taken to a veterinary hospital for treatment and is now recovering at home with his handler. Um, officers were initially uh, called to an elderly, an elderly victim's home on Wednesday afternoon following a report of a burglary, the police department said in a Facebook post. The department then received a report from an Amazon employee who said the man had threatened to kill him and steal his delivery truck. Officers found the man, if I was 44, running about inside the first victim's house. They tried and failed to get him to come out. When the bobbies and the, the dog went inside the house, the dog made contact with the man, 
Authorities did not provide further information about what occurred. The man then allegedly bit the dog in the face and stabbed the animal on its left side with a knife, the Bobby said. The man was treated in hospital for unspecified injuries. It is not clear if the injuries were related to the dog or the alleged drug use. He was booked into Solano County Jail in suspicion of carjacking, burglary, harming a police dog and obstructing or resisting a public officer. He also faces a parole violation. Apart from that, he was having a good day. Um, as Fairfield is nearly 50 miles from San Francisco. And there's a picture of the doggie and, and it's got a, you know, a mark on its face and I think it appeared uh, doggie. But um, anyway, it's, it's recovering at him and then... Um, I'm sure it's looking forward to the meet that man in a dark alley somewhere. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, absolute Egypt with them. Anyway, inside the best place for him, I think. Now, just to finish up with sport as normal, and um, obviously I'm doing this a bit later today because uh, I was working today and then um, doing stuff about the house when I come home. But um, inside the back page, it's a Goodwin noise, £120,000 cash boost if Dawn's finished seventh. Um, Aberdeen boss Jim Goodwin has challenged Aberdeen to land a £120,000 cash boost by finishing 7th in the Premiership. Um, but to do that, uh, they need to win a couple of games and they, they lost again a day to Hamilton. So it's um, not impossible that we could um, be playing Cove Rangers next, uh, next season. Let's hope it doesn't come to that. Maybe the season after thought, if Cove get promotion. But... Um, well, well, it's been a bit of a right half this season, but then uh, next year we can. We're optimistic for next year. That's uh, the feeling among the Dons fans. So come on, everybody! Now, let's me finish for the announcement. We publish the result of today's P and J on Saturday, April twenty third, and it's been an absolutely glorious day up in the Berlin today. It was um, uh, well after the, the kind of hard after the morning cleared up. It was um, very fine and sunny and um, very bright indeed, and uh, just got a wee bit cooler. Later on, it would have seven o'clock or so. But um, yes, we can easily manage if we ask in our temperatures or uh, for another for a couple of days yet or a few months if we can. Um, anyway, thank you very much for listening to this podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, it'd be great if you could uh, tell a pal or an acquaintance or a, an all neighbour, all friend, all workmate, um, somebody for maybe buys an all folks home, doesn't see a lot of folk, or somebody for stuck in the hospital, um, just somebody that maybe like the to listen to, there's plenty of all episodes to listen to, and, uh, you know, they can make up their own minds if they went to data, uh, listen to it ongoing. Um, so, this matter further by, the Aberdeen to Adelaide, Norway, and a tween is, um, you know, we're looking for anybody to, to come and listen to Doric Express, so if you could let the anybody can have that, just, uh, that'd be fantastic. In the meantime, thanks very much. Cheers now. Toodaloo. Constitution, stick the proper rules again. Longfield, Bellfield, Manorfield, and Bannerfield. Lights of all the stories that you've made in a